Thanks for tuning into this episode of FinTech Focus TV, powered by Harrington Star, the global leaders in financial technology recruitment. Head over to the Harrington Star website where you'll be able to find all the latest jobs in financial technology across the globe. You'll also be able to download the latest issue of the Financial Technologist magazine, including the Top 1% Workplace Awards. Finally, if you're looking to grow your team, please get in touch. Enjoy the show. And welcome to our episode of FinTech Focus TV, coming live from the Fix America's Trading Conference. I'm Toby Babb, and I'm absolutely delighted to be joined today by Ignatius John from Broadridge. Ignatius, how are you doing? Doing good, doing good. Listen, lovely to have you on the show. You've done your bit now. You've done your panel. Exactly. Um, and uh, I hear it went very, very well. Um, you're on the piece that talk about T plus one, which is on everyone's, uh, you know, on the tip of everyone's tongue at the moment. Big thing as we move into 2024 and helping companies to do it. I know Broadridge are right at the very sort of hub of all of that sort of thing as well. So we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but before we do that, tell us a little bit about yourself. You've got a good story there as well, I know. Yep. Uh, and tell us a little bit about what you're doing and what Broadridge are doing in, in the market. So my background, I spent 20 plus years with a corn shop out of, on the West Coast in San Francisco. And uh, I was a global head of trading strategy there. Okay. And uh, I left that and I started a company called Alpha Omega primarily focusing on providing a fixed-based post-trade solution. And in 2021, this was in 2012, in 2021 we got acquired by Broadridge, and now I'm part of Broadridge, providing a fixed-based post-trade solution to our buy-side clients. And a nice marriage that as well. Very nice marriage yeah. because they didn't have anything in that space. Yeah. And so that was excellent. Yeah. So we really were very happy with that acquisition. And it's been a very good sort of, yeah, I mean, the size and scale of Broadridge always stuns me, 15,000 people globally. Um, acquisitive in where it's done and it's made smart decisions on how and what it's partnered with people so Correct. and coming into that as you say where there's area which they hadn't had before for you giving it the scale I guess to sort of really move it further forward and, and take the sort of products yeah. and give it the extra sort of impetus. So, yeah extra. so when Broadridge acquired us we had a little less than 100 clients now we are over 200 clients yeah and that is mainly because of Broadridge acquiring us the name and and the team behind it. Yeah. And that helped us accelerate yeah. the whole product very quickly. And our focus has really been on T plus one. Yeah. Because that's what's coming out on May 28, yeah. 2024. And uh, with all the regulations that are coming along with it, we had to make sure that the product met those requirements. Yeah, yeah. And we are able to provide that to the industry. So, and, and, you know, I said beforehand, I think if, uh, if we're looking at themes that are going to be running through today or any sort of conference that's based on this area of the marketplace, we're going to be talking about uh, AI and we're going to be talking about post-trade yep. and, and particularly T plus one. Those are the sort of two meta themes that are across the, uh, across the markets now. We've had um, Joseph from uh, from Broadbridge talking about the AI side of things. Broadbridge being fairly covered across all of this sort That's of suite. Right. Tell me a little bit about um, tell me a little about what you guys are doing to, to solve what I think is you know, obviously an inexorable an thing coming through on May the 28th. It's a change there, which I think does have an enormous shift in the marketplace. Within that, there's going to be winners and losers. There are people who are moving themselves into position. I was talking to David Pearson, and I was on the panel with you earlier on talking about how I think that you know, if, you, if you take it back to Mifid in Europe and uh, and how people were sort of pre-blasé about that and all of a sudden it was on them, I think we probably learned a couple of the lessons from that where people are a bit ahead of, you know, further ahead in, in the game with T plus one. But my view is, is that people are still 
going to be shocked a little bit and needing to move pretty fast over the next six months to be game ready for it. Correct. So I, I look at that as uh, you got three groups in that area. One are the leaders who are well prepared for D plus one. Yeah. Then there's the middle big chunk of uh, players who are uh, aware of it and they're taking action. And I believe they would be ready by May 28th. Mm. And then you've got the laggards. Yeah. So the laggards are the ones I'm concerned about. Yeah. Because they, we didn't, I was telling in the panel earlier, uh, I saw one of the surveys that was done last month and there were 55% of small hedge fund as managers who have done nothing about three plus one. Is that right? And they are still so on a manual process. percentage again? 55%. 55%. I'm talking about the small hedge funds. Still. That's a big number. Yeah, yeah. Right? Because as uh, Dave Pearson had said, the last 5% are the ones who cost 50% of the operational risk mm. on, the, on, the, on the brokerage side, mm. which is huge. Mm. So now the brokers are spending a lot of their effort and money taking care of those last 5%. Yeah. Right? And so that 5% is a big number. Yeah. And so that is where I believe automation has to come into play. Yeah. They cannot start sending out emails or files through the brokers. And on T1, the broker's coming back and telling them, hey, there's a problem with this commission or there's a problem with this miscellaneous fees. We need to fix it. Yeah. Or you need to fix it. Yeah, yeah. Right? And then it goes to the prime. Remember, T1, that day you've got to settle the trade. Yeah. You can't be resolving a trade on T1. It has yeah. to be all done on pools. And that is where I believe automation is a key piece. Yeah. Which is what I was mentioning on the panel. Yeah. And now when the regulations coming out by the SEC, they want what they call timestamps now. They want previously the only thing that you had to provide was the confirmation timestamp that the brokers were sending confirms back to the asset manager. Now the brokers have to provide a timestamp of when an allocation was sent to the broker and when the asset managers affirm that confirmation message back to the broker. Yeah. So you have three timestamps. And if you've not got an automated process, that's going to be tough. Mm. And what's going to happen is that at 9 p.m., after 9 p.m., the brokers have to generate a report and pass it on to the regulatory bodies. Mm. Very similar to what's reporting for OTC stocks. Mm. Mm. So if that, nine, that report that is sent out to the regulatory bodies, they are constantly see that there are breaks and things are not happening in time when the matches are not being done in time, the brokers get dinged. Mm -hmm. And now the brokers are paying money, so what a penalty they have to pay for the asset manager's lack of automation. Mm -hmm. And that is where the brokers could start then hammering the asset manager saying, look guys, if you can't comply with these regulations and can't automate your process, we may not be able to trade with you. Mm -hmm. And then that's a huge mm. shift in, in the whole. So in 2017, when we moved, when the industry moved from T plus three to T plus two, this was not that big an issue. Mm. It was an issue, but not that big an issue. Mm. Now it has become a big issue mm. because you're talking about settlement on T1. Yeah, yeah. You still had a day and a half to settle the trade, uh, yeah. to make the corrections and settle the trade on T plus two. T plus one expedites. So, and I believe it's very good to do that because we're mitigating a lot of risk. Yeah. And the industry, there's enough technology in the, in the industry to go to T plus one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, for that matter, I think it's only a matter of time. 
hopefully I'll be retired and gone by then. <laughs> but uh, T0 is going to come at some point. Yeah, yeah. Because the technology is available. If you look at the, the front office, they are trading in nanoseconds. But people forgot the post-trade world. The technology just fell way behind. Yeah. Now they're waking up. Yeah. And that's why I believe Fix is... a load of innovation in that. Correct. Story, that's right. And that's where, because people are waking up, there's a paradigm shift now. Yeah. A lot of innovation comes into play now. Yeah, yeah. People are talking about using AI and all the other areas to be able to move that very fast, very rapidly, that whole process. Yeah. And so that is why I feel there's a huge advantage of... Now bringing up, and that's why I believe when I built a fixed-based post-trade solution was because trading, everything happens up front in using fix. Downstream, it wasn't using fix, but bringing in fix, I'm marrying the two processes together now. Yeah. And keeping it all consistently through with fix all the way through till matching is completed. And that's why days like today are so important to Correct. you. Correct. It's got in there and helps with that message. David was talking a lot about yeah, the power of collaboration in this sort of community and people coming in and solving these, these serious problems. You're saying, look, there's a big issue. Yeah. And I think, you know, when you look at issues like that, you want to be, put yourself in a situation where it isn't one person's you know, problem or isn't someone who's got the advantage and corners the market. This is a collaborative it way. Co to, absolutely to right. Sort of it has to work in collaboration. Because there are too many moving pieces. Yeah. And all of them have to be synchronized and moved synchronously. Yeah. Well, look, Ignatius, it's wonderful to have you on the show and sort of doing that. Thanks. I'm glad it went so well. It sounds like it's there, uh, it went fantastically well as a panel. Um, and I'm pleased because it's you know that's that's a that's a highly experienced panel that you had up there. Yes, today. it was. Yes. And it's people there talking about something which is uh, I think going to be the, the, the meta theme of, of, of 2024 in this space. Yep. So really enjoyed having you on the show. Thank Let's you, Toby. Into it. Good luck. Toby, if people want to follow up and find that, and they're, they're getting worried about this problem at the moment and need your help, what's the best way for them to reach out to you? Email ignatius.john at broadridge.com. And that's like the best way plan. to reach me. Sounds and like I'll get plan. them to the right people. Perfect. Thanks a lot, Toby. Really enjoyed Take it. Care. Thanks a lot. Bye Thank bye. you all for watching. We'll see you on the next episode of FinTech Focus Tito. Thanks a lot.